What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Roundtable Sports Podcast. My name is Taylor McLean. Today, we're going to take a look at the New England Patriots' 45 to nothing victory over the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, this is a classic case of everybody getting a little overhyped and overexcited about someone a little bit too much out of the gate and really heaping too many expectations on him too quickly. And, you know, the Patriots really took it to the Chargers today. Obviously, 45 to nothing really does tail the tail of the tape as far as how these teams played and really how these teams are coached. I watched this game because I wanted to get a feel for what was going to happen with the Chargers going down the stretch, as well as the Patriots. Been two of the more up-and-down teams as far as the NFL goes this year, so I had a lot of questions on how this came to be. The film really sussed it out. The Patriots came out and wanted to run the ball heavily. You know, they only passed the ball 22 times overall, and three of those came when the game didn't matter at all. So really, we're talking about a very limited exposure in the air today, and that was obviously by design. New England has realized that they don't want to put Cam Newton in a position to throw the ball down the field all too often. And he started off just fine for the year. He seemed to have his fundamentals all in check, but it really has gone to pot as far as his throwing goes in these games. And they're not really asking him to do a whole lot outside of with his legs and with his body. And that's understandable, absolutely. The throwing motion and just his overall accuracy, given that with the lack of weapons overall in the passing game, it makes a heck of a lot more sense to try and run the ball and try and commit to that type of offense at this point. So the New England coaching staff is not a bunch of dummies. They understand what they have here, and they've been watching the film just like I have, and they realize that they need to limit Cam's exposure in the air as much as possible, take advantage of what he still does well, which is run the ball with physicality and with a certain amount of speed. He looks healthy as far as that part of his game goes, and they took advantage today, absolutely. They took advantage to the point where it had me wondering, can Cam have enough value with just his legs and a little bit of throwing overall to really produce fantasy value down the stretch? And the answer is yes. Now, they have a lot tougher schedule than the Chargers today, so I might not be trying to lean on Cam if I can help it in the fantasy playoffs outside of maybe a two-quarterback league where you're kind of locked in at this point. And Cam's absolutely going to be the quarterback. There's going to be rushing yards. There's probably going to be a rushing touchdown if they can get down there. So you got to like that part of it. You just got to know there's a kind of a low floor, you know, should a team be able to step in and be able to stop that. Now, like I said, New England's schedule does get a lot more difficult than the Chargers and the Cardinals in the next couple of days. It's definitely the, the at the Rams, at the Dolphins, then versus the Buffalo Bills at home for the fantasy playoffs, ending it up with their other cush matchup of the Jets. So we'll see if that plays into the playoff picture that they get to play the hapless Jets in Week 17. Doesn't play into the fantasy picture because they won't get to use that matchup outside of leagues where 16 and 17 count as like one week or something along those lines. Now, the Rams have been playing good, and I got to think they're going to have an easier time stopping the run and making the Patriots step out into other things. Not as easy for the Dolphins, although they have a tough defense as well. I don't like either one of those matchups for the Patriots here. And then, of course, the Bills have been playing better as well and have something to prove against New England at home. 
and they'll have seen this before. So I'm just not as confident as I would be in other matchups for the New England Patriots in the playoffs. But, you know, you got to give this coaching staff credit because they absolutely outcoached the Chargers today and embarrassed them. It was an absolute embarrassment for the Chargers organization, and they probably should be a little bit ashamed of themselves. We'll get to that later and how much Bill Belichick and the coaching staff from the Patriots outcoached the Chargers and how ridiculous it was. But still, as far as the offense goes for fantasy production down the stretch, I'm probably not as excited about Cam as I would be if he was lighting it up a little bit more in the passing game. But like I said, it had me thinking about it with the way he used his legs and with the way they still have to pass the ball sometimes makes me think that he could produce down the stretch. It's just going to be a little bit more volatile than some of your other more established running quarterback situations. But that goes to show you how much the running portion of this really does mean for these quarterbacks. You know, if he's able to break one of those runs a little deeper or something along those lines, then we're talking about a much bigger day because rushing yards are typically 10 yards a point, passing yards are typically 25. So, you know, you have that rushing floor with Cam. He's got 11 touchdowns on the season now, and that's a good thing for a quarterback, especially when those touchdowns are typically worth two more points in the first place. So we're not as excited as we could be with the Rams, with the Dolphins, with the Bills, like I said, but it does kind of lend itself to Cam winning out some best ball leagues by giving somebody a QB3 play or maybe a quarterback two in a two-quarterback league, but I don't think you're trusting him outside of that. And the options are, as far as the passing game goes, unusable completely in this scenario, especially with their pension to not throw the ball. But really, part of that is that the options are inferior overall in the first place. They came in, underloaded at wide receiver, not that they hadn't tried to put resources into it. They used a first and traded a second to try and sure up these options. But it's just not enough. And they're going to have to really overhaul that in the offseason if they want any quarterback to have success. Plus, they have no tight ends, and they're not really able to use James White in the same way. So it's just a nightmare as far as pass catching options go for Cam as well. So I can't put all of the struggles of the passing game onto him. But you know what? They didn't even address it today. They just went for it. They ran the ball very successfully. And really, it could have been a bigger day for Damian Harris You know, Bill Simmons was on calling him one of the greatest running backs or something along those lines the other day. And while I see burst and while I think he's a good running back, and like I said, it could have been a bigger day had they not taken their foot off the gas a bit in the fourth quarter for for Damian Harris and the rest of the offense overall. But at the same time, when Cam is getting in there sniping touchdowns, it does lower the upside in fantasy for Damian Harris overall. But they have realized he's the most explosive thing that they have in the offense at this point. So they are going to ride him, it looks like. Now you have to realize Patriots will turn on a dime as far as carries and touches go. But it seems to me that they've realized they're going to have to try and ride Damian Harris into the, t- into the end zone to try and win and try to make the playoffs. Whether they'll be able to do that against Aaron Donald, we'll see. But at the same time, I, they have definitely realized they're using Damian Harris. And even though they cut on a dime, like I said, got to think they're going to use him and it makes me think you could probably use him as a flex down the stretch if you have to so we're excited about Damien not excited about much else as far as the fantasy options go for the Patriots now the one thing I will say outside of fantasy is that man 
the New England defense certainly has played a lot better. And when you throw in the special teams and you throw in the coaching to the New England side, I don't mind having the Patriots defense, especially in best ball leagues. They scored 31 points today, so they probably won you a couple of weeks if you did have that going on in your lineup with having the Patriots. It's really hard to replicate, but at the same time, New England does seem to do that season after season. So I got to look forward to that as far as having a Patriots defense matchups are tough for sure like I said for the offense but if anybody can bring out bad Jared bad Tua and bad Josh Allen it's Bill Belichick because each one of those quarterbacks has a bad side and it's increasingly harder as it goes on to bring out that bad side maybe flip Tua and Goff in that scenario but if anybody can do it we saw it today Bill Belichick outcoached the Chargers and really brought out the bad side of Justin Herbert today so we'll see if he can do that going forward for your defense And uh, I got to give a shout out to them at this point, not that they're listening, but they definitely won this game for them and really put the Chargers down into a hole they couldn't climb out of. Not that they scored any points that could have, you know, matched the first touchdown, but at the same time, they had to press at a certain point in the second half and they just did not have it the way the Patriots had them deed up. So let's move over to the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, there's probably a lot of people that have fired up Justin Herbert, fired up Keenan Allen, you know, all the different options, Austin Eckler, maybe even Mike Williams, and literally everybody disappointed today. I mean, it was the whole offense. You can put it on Justin if you like and some of the rookie things that he did, but I put this mostly on the coaching staff. Let's just go ahead and get into it. They got to get rid of this coaching staff. I don't know about the GM. He drafted Justin Herbert. Seems like they have some pieces overall, but seems like this is a house cleaning overall to me. Anthony Lynn absolutely has to go. He's a terrible play caller. I thought the offense behooved Justin, and I was scared to have a change. I'm no longer scared for that. This game broke me as far as Anthony Lynn goes and this coaching staff. The reports are they would prefer to make a coaching decision at the end of the season. I think that's going to put them behind as far as, you know, the coaching search and the light. And this is a team that can't afford to be, hot, be behind at all. They're the second team in Los Angeles. And while they've got a laser rocket arm quarterback, that, you know, if you don't protect him more than you did today and you don't really, you know, build around him in the right way, you're going to lose him. At some point, it's going to be injury or he's going to force his way out and you're going to lose him. So you need to surround him with a better offensive line. That's the first thing right there. They tried to invest in the offensive line overall this year and it didn't work. They've made draft picks overall, but it just hasn't worked. They haven't had a good brain trust and they need to develop more of their own talent to re-sign and they just haven't done so. And so then you end up signing cast-offs of other teams that are older, they get injured, and that's what's happened this year. And Justin Herbert's having to run for his life. I mean, it's not always, and he's not really capable of running away from defensive linemen all that much, although he does pull the ball down and run from time to time. It's just a question of can they protect him? Can they give him time to develop before he gets hurt? I mean, it's just a really bad confluence of things as far as their offensive line and their play calling go. So if they can improve those two things while keeping the weapons in place, I'd be absolutely on board with that. I've noticed in the last couple of games – that teams have really been focusing on shutting down the two wide receivers, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. And that has really, really stifled the offense. And like I've said before several times, 
when teams realize what you do well and how they can take it away from you, people copy that game plan and then they keep going after it until you are able to do something else. And right now with the Chargers not able to move the ball down the field with the wide receivers, it's cutting off the rest of the offense and it's sputtering in a big way. And it all finally kind of came to a head today when New England was really able to lock them down with Gilmore, with Johnson. The, the second cornerback they got is a revelation across from Gilmore as well. They've got good secondary people with the McCordys out there. So I just kind of think that this is the perfect game plan for the Patriots to really come through and Bill Belichick just to completely destroy the Chargers coaching staff. They've got to go. Not going to change my mind. I don't care what happens in these last three games. I don't care if Justin Herbert throws for 500 yards. Anthony Lynn has got to go. He's not going to take them anywhere, despite how inspirational his story is and the like. I get that he's a great guy, but he's just not ready for this part of it. I got to think he's suited, better suited as a coordinator at this point. Because the decisions that are being made, the game plans that are being made, it finally came to a head today, and I wanted to see it to see if I really thought that was what needed to happen, and I'm on board completely. Chargers fans have been calling for it for some time, I think, because you can't just lose that many close games and then get better. This just doesn't happen. Jason Garrett is a great example of that as well. So Anthony Lynn, for Justin Herbert, for the Chargers, for the rest of the options, got to go. Now, from a fantasy aspect, they don't have to play the New England Patriots next week, so that's a nice part of it. But at the same time, Falcons have been playing better next week. Raiders, eh, up and down, but at the Raiders, been playing better there. And then Vic Fangio and the Broncos. That's not an incredible schedule. You know, it's not terrible. You would have thought that at the beginning of the year, you'd really want the Falcons. They've played better. Yeah, the Raiders just gave up a bunch of points to the New York Jets, so maybe that's awesome. But then you got the Broncos in the money round. And it makes me a little concerned for the Chargers options overall, especially after this game. Everybody's got to have a little shooken confidence as far as Justin, as far as Keenan, and as far as Mike Williams go in the offense. I can tell you that the talent is still there for all three of them. They both look, they all three look healthy. They just got out coached today. And, you know, when they're able to shut Keenan down, when they're able to shut off Mike Williams and really not let Justin Herbert go down the field and use his arm to further the ball, it's a bad game plan for the Chargers to go up against, and they've been going up against it more and more recently. Teams have had the personnel to really shut off those options, so we'll see if these next three teams can do so. None of the secondaries for those teams are their strength like they are the, the Patriots. So I got to think Justin's going to have an easier time, and I got to think they'll be able to get a little bit more loose in the secondary, but it is quite concerning. You hope that the Chargers don't quit on Anthony Lynn at this point. He's probably a little bit too inspirational in their, in their two battle tests with themselves at this point, having gone through all the adversity for that. But at the same time, man, there's only so many soul-crushing losses you can take before you quit. And I love the way Justin has played so far, but he is still a rookie. So there's going to be times he's befuddled by stuff. You know, there was a lack of touch today a little bit. He was a little bit flustered by everything. And that's understandable. They were hitting him hard. They were getting after him in a big way. In a, and it's not a line that has really been getting after people in a big way. So the fact that the Patriots were able to do so, they were able to disrupt him in such a way was a kudos to the coaching staff. And I got to think that, the Chargers are taking a long look in the mirror today and trying to figure out where they're going from here. Clearly, it's getting behind Justin Herbert, no doubt about that. Clearly, you want to keep Keenan, you want to keep Mike in the mix here, but they've got a lot of decisions to make, and they need to 
allocate their assets a little bit more towards the offensive line and protecting Justin going forward. And I think that would go a long way to running the ball better with Austin Eckler and Kalen Balazs as well. Clearly the Patriots shut that down in a big way and were able to kind of keep Austin Eckler in touch as far as his passing game work as well. So not only did he disappoint in both ways, you know, that Kalen Balazs moved in on a good amount of his touches too. So it makes me a little bit more hesitant on Austin Eckler, although I think I'm still starting him in a flex-type scenario, hoping that he's able to get loose in the passing game as well as the running game, and hope they don't use Kalen Balazs in any sort of goal-line-type scenario. Got to hope that's not the case as well. We haven't seen that as much because there weren't those type of opportunities today. They could not move the ball at all. It was very sad to see for Justin, and hopefully this is the last draw as far as the coaching staff goes for me. Because clearly, I'm out. I'm done. Let's figure out the next thing. And then they, then the Chargers will be an upside play next year if they can bring in another coaching staff that actually has some juice. Well, that's what I've got for this game, guys. Like, listen, subscribe, and, of course, download. That's the most important one. Let me know you're here. Support your boy. Uh, give me a review if you like it, all of those things. And have a great rest of your day after you go win those leagues.